You're listening to Redemption City Church. For more information, check us out at redemptioncitychurch.com. I'm going to share a word with you that has been a great encouragement to me uh, over many years. And, and it simply is Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, I want to say this, that uh, some historians, some theologians say that that opening line of Psalm 23 is the central theme of of all of Scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What an incredible text written thousands of years ago and uh, but still so pertinent for us in our day. Um, you know David writes that opening that opening line the Lord is my shepherd and uh, he understands because he is a shepherd king so he understands this truth as he points forward to our great shepherd king, Jesus. He understands this, that the quality of the shepherd determines the quality of the flock. The quality of the shepherd determines the well-being, health, safety, security of the flock. And uh, he makes that cry, that, that Psalm 23, the opening line of that thing is almost a cry of triumph. The Lord is our shepherd. And, uh, and he knows in essence, he's saying if there's a shepherd lottery, we won the shepherd lottery. We have won the grand prize. The Lord himself is my shepherd. The Lord himself has taken ownership of me. My shepherd is different from a shepherd. The Lord himself has taken ownership of me. And the Lord is going to care for me and lead me and guide me through all of these things that he then goes on to say. And so here we go. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Um uh, th- this is the thing that Dudley taught us years and, and years ago, that Jesus is the total answer for man's total need for all time. How, how uh, powerful is this scripture? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because Jesus, by God's providence, is, is, is um, God's provision for all our needs for all time. And then he goes on to say this, he leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He makes me lie down. Sorry, I missed that verse. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And I want to say this, sheep that are nervous, sheep that are afraid, um, don't lie down. They they stand up. They're quick to stand up. They they are not fighters. They are fleers. They they will run when, when, when they feel something is threatening them. But what the psalm says is that the, the lordship, the care, the love of Jesus Christ will cause us to lie down. He will cause us to be at peace. He will cause us to be at rest, despite the situation and the circumstances around us. He restores my soul. 
guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And then verse 4 says this, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, that thing is not really about death. It's just about, um, it's talking, it's referencing something that the shepherds of the Old Testament would have clearly understood. If they led um, their flock through a deep uh, canyon, um, the shadows in that canyon would be so dark that there would be a, an element of uncertainty. Is there a lion? Is there a wolf? Is there a bear? Is there something hiding in the shadows? And so it's not really this thing of death. It's just, man, there's situation and circumstances around us that we are uncertain about. And uh, But I love the, the way that the psalm puts it, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we're not to make camp there. Jesus will not allow us to make camp there. Jesus will lead us through the uncertainty of of these times. And then he goes on to say this, I will fear no evil for you are with me. What, a, what an incredible assurance for us in this time that uh, that Jesus is with us. The, the presence of God is with us um, through all of this. And then he goes on to say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What what incredible encouragement. What incredible um, words to live by and stand by in in this crazy time that, that we are going through. A time of uncertainty. Um not just uh, for us, um, not just for us as a as a nation, but to be truthful around the world. The the very cool thing about about for us as believers is that we have an incredible assurance. The Lord Jesus Christ Himself is our shepherd, and He will lead us and guide us. He will take care of us. He will protect us. He truly is God's total answer for man's total need for all time. Uh, coronavirus cannot stop us from being the church that God has called us to be. Coronavirus cannot stop us from doing the things that God has called us to do. But number one, let's keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Because surely he will lead us. He, he who began a good work in us will see that work through to completion. And uh, we can do that quite simply by spending extra time in the word of God. It will stir you, it will lift you, it will encourage you, um, it will balance what we see in the news and the media and uh, and all of this other stuff around us that just can seem like it's so negative and can seem like it's just coming at us from all different directions. Let's get back into the Word of God. Let's find out what the Word of God says and uh, let's make our stand on that. We can also uh, we can also keep our eyes on Jesus by spending some time in worship. Um, there are so many playlists and all kinds of things available. Uh, I know Sandy and I in tough times in the past, what we have done often is we just, we put worship on and we, and we play worship literally 24 hours a day, uh, in our home. Um, uh, no matter what we're doing, worship will be in the background. We go to bed at night, we just turn it down a little bit, but 24 hours of worship, uh, 24 hours a day of worship coming out of our home. And so I want to encourage you to, to, if if you're feeling the need for that kind of thing or you feel like that could be helpful to you, just do it. Put worship on. Uh, secondly, I want to say this. We can keep reaching out with the love of Jesus and the grace of the gospel. We can do that by checking in on people, by texting, by phoning. Tim Heil, I see he is watching, uh, preached a great sermon a couple of weeks back about what's in your hand. 
And I want to say this, what's in our hand right now is our cell phones. And uh, we can use those cell phones, reach out to people, we can call people, we can text people, we can check in with with the love of, of Jesus and the grace of the gospel on friends and family and co-workers and, and reach out and be and be positive and be faithful and let people know that we're praying for them. And then the third point I want to make is simply is this, let us stay in prayer at this time. Let us stay in faith. Uh, we can pray for our church community, those in our community. We can pray for our cities and our schools. Uh, we can pray for our government. But we, we can pray this, that, that truthfully, that the steps that our government has taken, the steps that churches are taking and, and all of this stuff, that, that truthfully we can, we can pray that and trust that this will be over in a couple of weeks. And I want to say this, uh, if you are feeling anxious in any way or if you're feeling sick in any way, please let us know. We would love to pray for you, love to step in practically any way we can. Um, we, if, if social distancing seems like it's a new word, if we are if we are practicing social distancing, we are not practicing isolation. Please don't deal with us on your own. Um, please don't isolate yourself from a living community, even though that community might be happening over Facebook Live, or we might need to FaceTime each other through this time. What, 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 whatever it is, man, let's let's not do this in isolation. Please feel free to reach out. So, Father, we we absolutely love you. We thank you for your provision in Jesus. Um, as we've said, Lord, that uh, that Jesus is God's total provision for man's need for all time. And uh, we just are praying right now, Father, that, that you would be to your people who you said you would be, the great shepherd, Lord, that would lead us, that would guide us, that would take us through these situations and circumstances, Father. We give you honor and glory. We thank you, Father, for this amazing community. We thank you, Lord, for this amazing nation. And would you have your will and your way, Lord. May we see your glory through this. May people be saved through this. May people be healed through this. May at the end of this, Father, may we have many, many testimonies of how the church stepped in when others were stepping out. How the church stepped forward when many were stepping back. We love you, Lord. We bless you. We bless your people now, Father. Keep them safe. Provide for their every need, Lord. And uh, our trust is in you, not in a system, not in a government, not in a church, not in a pastor. Our trust is in you, Jesus, as our great shepherd. We love you, and uh, we are trusting for the absolute best result from this thing. Thank you. Amen. 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 Amen.